Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hey, and welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. I'm Frank Mills. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, a little bit of new information here in the show before we get started. The QR codes, direct contact information to Armin and I. If you have questions for the show, you want to contact or connect with us, now you can do it. Just simply whip out your cell phone and click on it. We're also going to post the information via a link in the show notes. And you can find that on nspnutrition.com or on YouTube. Hopefully, we can get it in there as well. So, uh, ho hopefully, that eases the thing with fan questions. All right. Awesome. So, Armin, let's get started. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today is why Hollywood stars of today are training the wrong way. And a lot of them are. And uh, over on Frank Mills Reality Fitness, Armin and I had done several shows on specific athletes that well, we're just doing some ridiculous training. I mean, uh, so we'll definitely get into uh, that. <laughs> and in the second half of the show, we're going to get into more Hollywood stars information, why they're wasting their time and their efforts eating five, six, or more meals a day. Uh, yeah. I think one guy that we talked about had eight meals a day, right? I mean, it was kind of crazy. So um, Every two anyway, hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just nuts. So we'll get into that, but, you know, Armin, you're saying Hollywood stars are training all the wrong way. You know, that's a bold statement. A lot of people in Hollywood might get all uh, up in arms with you. Uh, you know, so what do you think? Well, I'm sure it's going to ruffle some feathers. Uh, but, you know, after I'm, I'm reading what, what they're doing, uh, you know, I mean, I just don't get it. I, I think they're getting some, some bad information. They're making a lot of assumptions that, really aren't necessary to get in great shape. I mean, I'm not doing them and, you know, I feel good about the conditioning I do and my clients aren't doing it. So right, I'm just right. not sure why they're doing it uh, based on some of the things that, you know, I've learned and, you know, we've talked about it before on another show and it's, it was quite surprising, but anyways, uh, we're going to talk about it and get some feedback as well. I'm assuming. <laughs> well, I, I know that we talked about a variety of stars, like I said, on the other podcast, but, you know, there were quite a few things that I was shocked by, but what were some of the things uh -huh. that you were shocked by so much? Well, most of the you know, Hollywood stars, they don't really know what to do. So they have to rely on the trainer. So this stuff comes from the trainer and, you know, there's a lot of things that these trainers are doing. They think are, I guess, important to get these people in shape. And a lot of it has to do with doing way too much volume. They think, and I think some of it has mm -hmm. to do with that. The reason for that is they're younger trainers and they like that they did volume. They think volume is what you need to do. And so they have them just working out way too long or doing two workouts a day, you know, just for an acting job. I mean, they're not going to be a, a competitive bodybuilder so, or mm -hmm. a competitive physique athlete. They just want to look good. But that's what they had them do. And, you know, unfortunately, it's an absolute waste of time and not even necessary to get in the condition that they need to get in. And I just thought, well, <clears throat> uh, we can talk about it and 
um, see what other people think. I mean, it's just, uh, right, just amazing. Right. Well, when we talked about it on Reality Fitness, and if you guys are interested right. in that show, Arm and I, we're <laughs> relaunching it here in a couple of weeks. And you right. can find the information on nspnutrition.com. You can click and go right to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got pretty close to 100 shows there that we have done. We just took a little break from it. But, you know, Armin, when we talked about this, we talked about several of some of the most famous actors and some of the hottest trending actors like Chris Pratt was one of them, I know. Yeah. But I I think that when we talked about that on how these guys got in shape, I mean, the repetition on some of the things were amazing, but I, I just couldn't believe how both of us were so caught off guard by some of the stuff that these trainers were having these famous actors doing, and they were doing it without question. Yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with a, a trainer that, that you feel has, you know, got your best interest, that's what you're going to do. I mean, that's what I that's what I have my clients do is like they have to trust me on it. So I understand. I'm just, you know, with this whole thing is like, okay, personally, you know, I've been training 40 years. So and a lot of these trainers haven't been trained as long as me that I right. that I've looked right. up. Uh, and then nothing against them; they're just trying to do what they feel is the right thing. I'm just my point is is a lot of it's not necessary. And so I want to bring this to the attention of people that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to, you know, just because it's a celebrity trainer doesn't necessarily mean that they know exactly everything they need to be doing to help a person get in great shape. I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't do half the stuff that they're doing. Uh, and I don't, I I don't agree. see where they're, where they're coming up with it, but. <clears throat> well, well <laughs> from, from all of the shows that we did, we did quite a few, but why don't you elaborate a little bit? on some of the things that we came up with that were just mind boggling. Well, the, you know, they had each, each person always had a, uh, each of the actors and the, and the trainers had so many different regimens. Um, but most of them were really based on a high volume strategy. So they had them train Mm -hmm. for at least an hour or more, which, you know, isn't necessary. Uh, and then they had to do cardio either after that for 30 minutes or more, or they had them do cardio earlier in the day. And then they do, you know, do weights later today. So, you know, you're talking about, you know, like Chris Pratt was, uh, you know, he felt like he was doing three hours of training a day and it's, it's an absolute waste of time. Okay. Right. You don't, you don't need to do that uh, to get the results. And the, I think someone has a stem from the fact that they feel like, okay, to get leaner, you just got to do a lot more volume to burn off all the calories. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, nutrition is how you burn off the calories. Don't expect a lot of volume training, weight training, and cardio to burn off all your calories. If you're thinking that, you know, that Vince Garanda didn't do cardio at all. He didn't even talk right. about cardio. And he right. got people in great shape. And I'm on the same format as Vince because it works. You don't have to do a bunch of cardio to get lean. And what they also don't understand, like Vince understood, is you burn more muscle with too much work like that, and you're going to gain. So why would you want to do that? Why would you want to eat right. all this food and then have to do all this work to burn off more muscle and also to, to burn off the excess calories you're taking in the first place? So, um, you know, and some of the weight routines I didn't understand, and they didn't make a lot of sense to me. And, um, I mean, they, they, they were all about compound exercises. Okay, I get it. Compound exercise is important. But if you want to look good for a movie – or a scene, you know, you want to have 
a good looking upper body and a good looking set mm-hmm. of legs so everything balances out. So, you know, you, you need to do some arm work. Just because you're doing a compound movement doesn't mean it's going to develop the arms. I mean, you have to, and that's what Vince did, even for when he was doing his Hollywood stars training, he was hitting all the major areas, but he also mm-hmm. made sure that they're getting all the muscle groups work. And so I just disagree with that strategy, but you know, that's what these trainers are doing. They think because it's going to burn more energy that it's going to take care of things. And because you're doing a compound movement, it hits so many different muscles, it's going to develop their physique all around. And that doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. So uh, one of the other things I do want to say is mm-hmm. some of um, they didn't even want to have them train their legs. We're right. not going to see that on TV. Let's just work your upper body. Now that's that's just not in the client's best interest, personally. Right. You, you need right. to train for a overall quality-looking physique. And this is just my opinion. People can disagree or whatever, but I would never train anybody like that. It's not going to happen. Uh, and then they're training six and seven days a week on some of these people. So mm-hmm. there's no way, that, you know, with an actor's job and all the stress they have and, the, you know, the remembering things and doing the scenes over and over, they're, they're not going to have the kind of recovery they need for this kind of training. So, yeah, I mean, that's just some, uh, some quick, quick notes. <laughs> well, I can't imagine how some of them are under such, well, just say tremendous pressure if they have to get ready for a film in eight weeks and all they're doing is eating, drinking, sleeping, and training. Um, you know, that that's a lot of pressure, you know, to put these actors under. And we've read several of them. <laughs> of what they did. And, you know, it was eight to 10 weeks. You got to be ready for this movie. And, um, you know, it was grueling for some of them. Now I'm sure just in case if Chris Pratt or somebody's watching this and they go back and review the Frank Mills reality fitness, they're going to wonder, Hey, well, wait a minute. You guys are criticizing my workout. What would you do? So Armin, what would you do? differently from the stuff that you and I have been able to experience from doing the shows. Well, that's, that's a really good point. So uh, first off, my strategy is going to depend on, you know, what they want to look like, what they need to look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to determine what weak points they have in their physique. And I'm going to explain that based on looking good and symmetrical and really being ready we need to work on these other areas more so than other areas. So I would specialize mm-hmm. in the weaker areas so it can bring those up as quickly as they can and then, but still train the other muscle groups. Uh, and it all depends if they want to get them corrected as well. And if they're good with that. So I'm going to customize the program based on what needs to be done for the look. And then also their schedule, you know, uh, it, you don't need to do all this excessive work. You need to work right. on your recovery and then, hit the muscles hard and then let them improve. So, so the next question would be, well, how many days a week do they, do they feel they can commit to training? And mm-hmm. if they say, well, I can only do two days a week. I'll say, well, we're going to probably need more than that. So I'm going to suggest probably four to five days a week. I think and the max would be five days a week. Uh, and well, most likely be the max five days a week. I mean, you okay. need two days of adequate recovery just for the central nervous system, let alone, this is all a lot of stuff's based on if they got perfect sleep, no stress. You know, that isn't going to happen. It's going to be a factor with what they're doing. Right. And, right. And then on top of that, I would keep the training under 45 minutes or less. You know, this 
step of training over that, it, you're, you're getting to a point of diminishing returns in the first place. The whole strategy mm -hmm. to transform your physique is to break down the muscle in a short period of time, which Ben's figured that out, and then you let it recover, but you got to speed up the recovery through nutrition. It's not about doing extra cardio and other stuff. And some people are like, well, you need some heart conditioning. That's why you need cardio. That's debatable if you train at a fast pace. And then there's right. going to be a lot of controversy on that. I fully disagree that you need cardio for heart strength. I mean, I my my cardiovascular is fine. I don't have any problem with it. And I don't train. I don't do cardio. And some people are all of that. You know, you what about this distance event or that distance event? I don't care. <laughs> right, Doesn't matter. Right. I don't need that to stay healthy and look good. So it's really not a factor. Um, so you know, I just don't agree with the cardio strategies. And you know, they think you need to do that to get lean and um, you know, we're going to talk about in the nutrition side, which mm -hmm. I was really shocked by that as well. Uh, but no cardio is going to be one of my mantras on it. Or, or if you're going to do something and you want to do something, it's going to be very short and brief. It's going to be like right. 10 to no more than 20 minutes total at the most. Well, I know that every show that we did, that it was loaded with cardio for each of them. Uh, so oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, even more cardio than, than I'm used to hearing about. It was more than that. So it was kind of crazy. But Armin, one thing I was kind of curious about too is when we talked about the workouts, we talked about the types of the muscle group combinations that they did as well. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that's something, again, it would really be based on developing the weak muscle groups so that it's, it's designed to improve those and then get the other, keep the other muscle groups growing. And I didn't see any of that being discussed at all. It just seemed like they were doing routines that they kind of liked from, them, you know, from themselves. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of them, you know, their physiques, their arms weren't very well developed. And so, and you look at the routine, I could tell right away where the arms weren't very well developed. They didn't. I'm using this as an example. They right, really do right. a whole lot of exercise for them. You know, like they do a set of hammer curls. Well, hammer curls do nothing for your biceps. I mean, it, it helps to, it, it's just not the main main exercise for biceps. So why mm -hmm. are you doing hammer curls? Made no sense to me. So yeah, a lot of routines, I just quite didn't understand. But now the reason is because I look at routines differently because I want to shape all the muscles as, as neatly and cleanly as I can with the right exercises to do what I want the muscle to look like. I didn't right, see any right. of that with any of these people. They're all just, they're all over the place with five sets of five reps for this. And then you just got to do seven reps of deadlifts for three sets. And I'm like, well, what's that? You know, there was no discussion of set to failure, uh, things like that. So I just didn't quite understand, you know, why they're doing it. And then personally, a lot of them, they don't look as good as they could look in my opinion, uh, based on when I looked at routines, I could see why. And then the mm -hmm. nutrition was the other element to it. So, and again, right. it's just my, uh, <laughs> my viewpoints and my opinion on it. <laughs> well, it's a good one. Um, the other part of it too, that we talked about, and I know depending on who you'd be talking to, it would be different for each potentially, yeah. but what type of a split in the training would you start with, or would you suggest with a full body session? Yeah, so I'm I'm really not a big fan of full body workouts. You know, I've done them, and there's just no way that you can mentally uh, be really strong and able to complete 
you know, full body workout. Cause once you get done hitting your legs and then you hit your back and then you hit your chest, mm-hmm. you're run out of glucose. It's, if you're right. hitting it hard. Okay. So if you're running out of glucose, you, you know what you're going to finish up with. Is it going to get much else right, anyways? Right. So why bother doing that? And I just, I've done them repeatedly and, you know, and there's people that really believe in them and that's fine. Uh, I just don't feel for anybody I've worked with that it makes a lot of sense. So my worst case, you know, it will go, we do upper body, lower body. I mean, at mm-hmm. least with that, you know, you've got some good recovery and you can, you know, plug in enough exercises that can help shake the body the way you need to. Uh, but generally, you know, I'll do a two day split, then maybe a three or four day split, uh, even a five day split, depending on how advanced they are. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother thing is depending on what they know. Okay. And what they understand about training, because if they don't understand much about it, you don't need to give them too much because you're going to overstimulate. And that's what I was seeing with these other mm-hmm. uh, training routines. There's so much volume. They're overstimulating to the point where they, they, they probably got a lot more results. I they cut the training back, but you know, and again, I don't know if it would have resulted in the right kind of development that, uh, and the actors don't know any better. They're, they're just mm-hmm. going with, you know, with what the trainer suggests. So, um, you know, so I'm going to base it on what they know, where they are today, and then what we want to go to. So that's going to be one thing there. Um, and then the, the splits will be adjusted based on how they adapt, you know, as they continue to improve, and then I can adjust the splits more to get better recovery and also make sure they're getting good development and good symmetry with good muscle balance. Uh, that would be my focus. And I think that would be what they would like to see too, not just short, short changing something uh, because the trainer felt that that was, you know, what was needed. And, you know, I would, mm-hmm. I would, I'd want everything to be really well developed. That's just, you know, how I work with people. Well, the one thing that we did notice is that a lot of the actors, it almost seemed like they had the same trainer, um, and they always seem to take the same approach. Yes, there were different exercises and different nutrition, that types of thing. But everything was like high volume, high repetition, high yeah. cardio. Uh, why do you think these guys are taking this approach, Armin? Well, some of them had low repetition and stuff too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's a really good question. And, you know, obviously these trainers are not going to try to recommend something that isn't good okay but i would say it's mostly based on the experience with what they've done in the past for themselves and that's what it's going to be based on so depending on how they train and it's the same thing for me based on how i've trained what i've seen work and also we work with a lot of clients so i've worked with a lot of clients so mm-hmm. I, i've seen what, what's not going to work and what's going to work so i i'm not sure that they had enough experience i mean this could have been one of those things where they just happened to be in the right place at the right time and right right and they're like hey can you train me and they said yeah i mean who wouldn't so i get that i'm just getting really surprised by some of these approaches but um i, I think someone has to do with these trainers are also younger and i would have been in the same situation most likely right because when right. you're younger you have a lot of energy you have and you can do a lot more work okay and i get that but at the end of the day it's not necessary you know i'm 58 right, right. And I don't do that with any of my, any of the people I train, I don't have them doing a bunch of on me. I don't care what age they are. Right. You know, we're not right. doing that because it's not necessary. So. <laughs> so Armin, why don't we break down um, how you would train a celebrity? I, I know we don't want to get into deep detail here because we're running short on time, but right. how, how would you go about it? If somebody contacted you? <laughs> 
Well, okay. So the first step would be, you know, I'm going to do a deep dive and learning everything I can about what they've done in the past regarding exercise, nutrition, and, and training in general, uh, you know, what they're currently doing, and then also where we need to go to be prepared. So mm-hmm. then I'm going to need to know, you know, what their schedule is going to be like uh, and what accessibility they're going to have so I can give them the information I think they're going to need. Uh, next step would be to take pictures of their physique so we can know what the starting point is and mm-hmm. then determine how to design a program uh, that's going to fit that situation. Then after that, uh, you're going to implement a program that is going to fit what they need. But then I'm going to adjust it uh, based on their performance and how they're doing. So that's another thing. Uh, then give them multiple workout options and rep schemes so that can challenge them, you know, challenge the body. And then as they adapt, readjust that as well. So it's an okay. ongoing thing. And I think these other trainers are doing that as well. But at the same time, that's how I would do it. Then keep the training around four to five days a week. And again, depending on their goals, uh, under 45 minutes per session for optimal recovery. And not, they don't need to do a lot more than that. And if somebody wants to say they do, well, that's good for them. They can. I just know better. <laughs> and then lastly, okay. uh, I'm going to minimize, you know, the cardio. Since, you know, when you're training at a fast pace, which is what I like to do anyways, you don't need that. Because then now you're going to stop wasted time and effort and energy. And you're going to have potentially less muscle loss. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of debate about do you lose muscle cardio? Well, I know for a fact you do. And so some people <laughs> want to debate that whatever okay but uh, that's just not necessary to get somebody in really good shape i don't care what level the person's at but these celebrities don't have to do all the work that they're doing is is my final uh, point on that <laughs> so so as we wrap up any final thoughts on these hollywood hollywood workouts hollywood trainers yeah again my my whole thing is is you know you don't need if the thing is when people read what a celebrity does with the trainer, they think that that's what they have to do. Right. And I just feel it's, mis- I feel it's misleading and that, you know, somebody else needs to speak and say, you know, you can do what, what this person is doing, but if you want to get good results, you don't have to do that at all. There's a, there's much better approaches. Um, and so some people say, well, how, you know, it's a better approach. Well, I feel it's a better approach because it works for me and it works for my clients. So, and I'll probably get some heat because I'm on this, but uh, you know, it is what it is. So I just want people to feel like, okay, this is how how you have to get in shape because these things are published all over the media. Right. And I'm just sitting there going, oh my God. You know, some people will figure it out, but a lot of people, they don't know any better. You know, if Hollywood Star is doing it, then I'll do it. It's just like when Arnold Schwarzenegger came out with the Encyclopedia of a Bodybuilder, I started doing all Arnold's, Arnold's routines. And it, that is not going to work. It's just way too much volume. He's training for two hours twice a day. Well, right. Yeah, I tried right. doing that, and that that is not sustainable. <laughs> so, wouldn't recommend that to anybody. So, you just what I'm saying is, think about what you're doing, and if you even do that, and you start getting run down, that's your first sign that you're you're not doing a program that's fitted for yourself. So, anyway, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. The, these. All of the publications, online information and everything, yeah. that's where we found a lot of this data that we talked about on the other podcast. And I'll tell you what, um, it was just mind boggling at the uh-huh. stuff that we happened to see. So if you're curious about it, go check out Frank Mills Reality Fitness. The link's on the NSP Nutrition website. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ar- Arm and I are soon going to be letting it fly with a new format. 
So you're going to be stand by for that because it's going to be a little <laughs> bit more uh, less structured. Let's just say that and a little Man, bit we'll more see. reality. So we'll be talking about that stuff. But uh, Armin, great segment. And everyone stand by for a quick word from NSP Nutrition. And Armin and I will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. I'm Frank Mills, and uh, again, we appreciate you joining us today. Before we get started in the second segment, just a quick word. If you go to the NSP Nutrition website and just take a look, you're seeing yeah. all kinds of enhancements, uh, new visual I mean, a lot of great stuff on the NSP Nutrition website. But the one thing I noticed right on the front page, and Armin, I was uh, impressed and stunned if anybody had ever thought of joining Vince's gym. Oh, yeah. 76% off right now. Uh, yeah. I would highly recommend get over there and do that. That's a tremendous savings. Armin, you want to go over a little bit about what actual Vince's gym is? Well, some of the nice features with Vince's gym is what we've done is we've taken the concepts of the eight by eight, the six by six, you know, the bulking course and, you know, a couple other courses and we put them in there so you can implement them, but they're accessible through a, a really nice quality app. So you have the routines in the app that you can utilize. And then you also have the nutrition, you have different nutrition mm -hmm. programs you can pick from with each one of these uh, programs as well. So you start learning you know, every three months, you'll have a new routine and a new nutrition program to help change it up. And I think you'll find it very, uh, very interesting to, to try and, and learn from. You know, we've got demonstration videos showing how to do the exercises. You can track everything. Uh, I think it's a great, great value um, for what you're going to get. Well, head over to nspnutrition.com and check it out. It's right on the headline banner and click yep. on that and get signed up for Vince's gym. All right. That's it's not going to last long. <laughs> yes, it probably is not. So you better hurry now. Hurry up. Uh, okay. So, Armin, next segment, why Hollywood stars are wasting effort eating five, six, yeah. or more meals a day. Um, I know that you don't agree with these Hollywood stars that, and male or female, it doesn't matter, uh, yeah. who are eating their food every three hours or even maybe more often. Um, but they feel it's necessary to have a great body. What do you think? Yeah, that's absolutely not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, unfortunately it's a waste of time. And, right. uh, along with that, a waste of effort to even get to deal with it. And long-term it's not even good for you. So that's a whole nother eye opener. And I oh. think some of these stars will slowly start to understand that over time. But just because you're, you know, the, the policy to me is that, okay, you, every time you eat, your metabolism's working and you're nourishing the body. Okay. Well, th that's because these diets are high carbohydrate diets, uh, very low fat. And so you have to be eating a lot more often just to maintain energy levels with that strategy. 
And then at the same time, you got insulin cranking all day long. And insulin over mm -hmm. a pretty long period of time becomes toxic to the body. And that's why we have so many uh, people with insulin resistance and diabetes. So I, I just, I just, rec just do not believe that that's what people are, are told is an effective way to eat. I disagree totally. So, <laughs> so eating more often is not good for you. Yeah, for one thing, uh, you know, you're consuming mostly carbs, like I mentioned before, which keeps mm -hmm. insulin elevated. And, you know, over time, if you keep insulin elevated, it does become toxic because it cannot process your carbohydrate intake that you're doing ongoing. And in the beginning, if you're younger, not a big issue, okay, because, right, you know, right. you're very adaptive to it, but it does take its toll on the body. And I can attest to this as well. So, you know, if you start getting insulin resistance over the long haul, what good is that going to do you? You're going right. to adjust your carbohydrate intake no matter what anyways. So, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. There's also a lot of added stress to the digestive system to be processing this food all the time, every few hours. And where's the benefits? I'm not, I'm not sure what, what the even purpose of it is. I mean, right. you can say, well, they need it for energy. Well, if they're hungry, well, your hunger depends on how you eat anyway. So that's, right. that's not a good one to be using. So if it's an energy problem, then they just need to restructure how they eat. And you don't need to do this, you know, having, and there's some bodybuilders, you know, that are just bent on this whole thing. And I get that, but we're talking about actors. Okay. Right. Actors don't need to eat like a bodybuilder. Okay. Cause they're not, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be even training like that as far as uh, with the, the, the volume and the nutrition side. I, you know, I don't do it and neither do my clients. So that's what I want to highlight on that. So how many meals should somebody have a day? Oh, that's a good question. And obviously pretty debatable, but to, in my opinion, you know, if you're really active, three meals a day is more than enough. Okay. So now you can supplement if you need to, uh, for some additional protein, but it doesn't need to be a meal. You can just use supplements. Okay. But three or more meals is plenty. And if you're not active, you know, I just tell you right now, one to two meals, okay, is, is really going to probably be enough because you're mm -hmm. not active. You're not even burning the energy. You know, so the one that you'd want to do though is, uh, supplement with protein because that's really what's the most important thing for longevity. <clears throat> hmm. What about getting enough protein? Um, you know, is there a certain amount that you should really be targeting a day? Well, it, it depends on your body weight and then mm -hmm. where you're headed. So, um, but let me just kind of break it down some, you know, okay. real simply, if you have three meals a day and you have 50 grams of protein, high quality protein, it's very absorbable. If you have three meals a day at 50 grams, that's 150 grams of protein. So, mm -hmm. you know, 0.8 to one to one to one or 0.8 to one gram per pound of body weight is some of the recommendations. Well, you're going to okay. pick that pretty good. And that equates to about 600 calories total. So if you're in the calorie count, that's 600 calories. If you get 150 grams of protein. Okay. Well, then the rest of it is just going to be fats and then whatever carbohydrates um, are, are going to be needed. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you need more protein, okay, say you're a bigger person, then you could just, you could still, if you needed to have more protein per serving, or if you wanted, you could do a fourth meal. But what I prefer to do instead of doing all that is just take supplements. So that's where protein shakes can help or taking beef liver capsules, which is protein, high quality protein, or taking pure amino acids. Well, again, quality protein, and it's really convenient. You just 
take them and put them, mix them, you, you, you take them down, rinse them down with some water or whatever, and it's done. You know, they got these poor movie actors trying to scramble in food and they gobble this food down in between sets, you know, in between doing right. a, a take, totally stressed. So your digestive system is going to be stressed because you're eating like, trying to eat like a rocket and get back out there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what happens when you try to eat real fast too. So you could just supplement and then fill any gaps in, in my opinion. And that's what works for me and what works for my clients. So how would you recommend taking those supplements? So like for me, you know, if I'm going to have breakfast, then I'll have my breakfast with high quality protein there. And then in between, you know, say, I don't know, two, two hours later or whatever, then I'll have some amino acids or some beef liver capsules to have some additional protein. And then when I have lunch, I'm good there. So that can be another few hours later. So you're fitting this three-hour window, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And then after lunch, you know, a few hours later, I have some more protein, uh, either protein drink or amino acids or beef liver capsules. And that's I just typically do beef liver capsules because they're very affordable and they have a lot of benefits to them. But you know, mm-hmm. amino acids are good as well. So that's what I do in between in between the meals. So. Uh, and the purpose of that is to keep protein synthesis going and to keep the body in a positive nitrogen balance, which helps with protein synthesis as well. And the, the one way to keep protein synthesis going is you've got to have essential amino acids in the protein that you're taking in. That's what helps do that. So, Excellent. Excellent. All right. So, Armin, that answers the protein. But what about carbs? Because, you know, that's what everybody's concerned about now, right? Well, you need to understand how carbs work. And so, you know, in, in my opinion, so I keep my carbs low during the day so I can burn mm-hmm. fat. So it's a much easier to manage. It also keeps my insulin down and more more manageable. Um, you know, whereas these other people are into having carbs all day. And so when you get too many of them, they get stored as fat. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of it, whether people want to agree with that or not. So then they have you do, you know, all this cardio to offset the excess carbs you're eating because you get spillover, you know, to me, carbs, mm-hmm. they got no place to go. So they get converted right. to fat. And this is why I don't do cardio. You know, it's just not necessary. So if, if you eat properly by managing your carb intake and keeping the carbs low and using protein and fats as your main source of energy, then you just use the carbs to reload the muscles and the liver as you need to. And that's what you need to have great energy and also to help build muscle tissue as well mm-hmm. just so you know carbs don't build muscle they re they help to reload the muscles but they don't build muscle you know protein and fat is what builds muscle so on top of that you know they want you to eat these low glycemic type of carbs like everybody's about sweet potatoes brown rice quinoa you know all this uh, low uh, lower glycemic carbohydrates and the, the the issue i have with that is it just keeps your insulin elevated so it keeps it up there, you know, again, they, they want to have a good glucose, steady glucose level. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that necessary? Well, it's not necessary if you're using fat as your main source of energy and not the carbohydrates. So, but then what happens is, is you have to eat every so many hours to keep your energy up because these carbs, you know, as they start getting low, mm-hmm. insulin and ghrelin are going to say, hey, listen, we need more energy. So we need you to eat some more food. And it, it just keeps that insulin elevated the whole time. And when insulin's elevated, you do not burn fat. So there's no fat burning going to happen. And that's another reason why I have to have people doing these car- this cardio to get their, their insulin down. So they can even start to burn some fat because you got to mm-hmm. burn some of the carbohydrates off and not have any food for a period of time to mm-hmm. 
get the insulin down. So that's why they do, they'll have you do cardio past it in the morning. Uh, but you're still going to burn glucose because that's right. what you, you know, whether people like it or not, that's what you burn. You burn glucose when you're doing cardio. When do you get to the fat burning? Well, when the insulin level drops down to a point, then you get some fat burning and it's not going to be a lot. So when people can bait this back and forth, you know, I don't care. I mean, I've done it both ways. Anyway, so let's, I manage carbs by cycling them in and that's how I do it. And that's how I do it myself and my clients. Well, you mentioned fat. And, you know, I've had conversations with friends at dinner. I've got one friend specifically. He will not eat any fat on his steak or anything because he says, no, that's fat. It's not good for you. You're adding more fat to your fat. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. He doesn't believe me, no matter how I've explained it to him. But what about fat, Armin? I mean, there there's a lot of misinformation out there. Well, actually people are brainwashed about fat. You know, I have to deal, I have to deal with my wife on this. You know, she keeps wanting to take yolks out of the egg eggs to get the egg whites. And I'm just like, stop doing that. You're losing all the great, great ingredients of the yolk. Yeah. You know, bi- yeah. Biotin, choline, ethosol, incitol, lethicin. I mean, these are all automatic fat emulsifiers, but help with nail growth, hair growth, and things like that. So, but you know, what these approaches are that you're seeing with these actors and the, the mainstream, it's all about low fat, eating mm-hmm. carbs all day, eating egg whites. They all have them eating egg whites, which I'm just like, that, that's just ridiculous. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause you, you, when you take the yolk out, now you're dropping the protein level down and you're wasting the good property of the egg in the first place. So that's just not necessary. Then they're all on white meat chicken. Okay. Well, uh, white meat chicken is not it's not the best protein it's not bad protein but it's not the best protein either uh and then you know everything has to be lean meats because you don't want any fat oh my god fat is bad i mm-hmm. don't think it's going to go the way they've been programmed with the media and all those uh, you know these some of these medical st- situations is if you eat fat it just converts to fat okay. right Right. But you do need fat, okay, to do bodily processes. That's what hormones need. They need fat to rebuild cells. So when you start taking your cutting your fat down, you start creating other problems. Mm-hmm. So, but and everybody thinks that because you, when you eat fat, it just adds to your cholesterol. There's a lot of hot debate about that too. So, and Vince, uh, he, he argued about that with many people that it's not anything to worry about. Now, if you're just sitting around not doing anything, you're eating a bunch of carbs, eating a bunch of fat. Yeah, you're gonna have some health problems. Okay, right, bottom line. Right. Okay, well, we're, we're not talking about people who are doing that. We're talking about people that are active, trying to improve their health. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't think you have to do low fat, high carb, and that's going to be your healthy answer. Because I'm not doing that, and my clients aren't doing that. So you, you don't <laughs> right, have right. to do it that way. And that way, you don't have to eat every two or three hours either. Okay, it's just not necessary. But it's it's quite interesting since uh, when we were looking at these different people. They were so uh, starved that their cheat meals were all that. I mean, they just love their cheat meals because they're doing this other right. diet. And it, right. it's like, well, no wonder you want the cheat meal because you're starved to death with doing what you're doing. You're depleting the fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, some of the, I even hate to call them nutrition plans. You know, the starvation diets is what I call them. Um, it just. It was crazy on what they had them eating. And then yeah. it was like on cheat day, it was like, let the doors off the cabinets. I mean, anything goes. 
it's just kind of crazy, you know? Well, that's what they even, you know, even the actors talked about their cheat day. That was the best thing for them. But, yeah. you know, and as you look at what they're eating, it's like, well, no wonder. I mean, and if you're kind of jamming this food in every so many hours, I mean, you could sit back and relax and have what you want. I mean, what do you think's better? I mean, really? So. Right, right. I just, I just fully disagree with that strategy. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. I've done the right. low, the higher carb, low fat. And, and you have to be careful with it because you'll lose muscle pretty quickly if you're not careful with it. Hmm. Um, and, and the thing is, once I moved to protein and fat as a sustained energy system, I had less issue with that. So you know, if you don't believe me, try it for yourself. Well, as we wrap up the segment, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things today. Any final thoughts? Yeah, well, I would, uh, you know, instead of messing with um, – you know, doing all these carbohydrates and stuff. I just prefer to do carb cycling. So what that does, it gives you the best of both worlds. Okay. So you have protein and fat as your main source of food intake. But then when you cycle the carbs in, you're going to cycle them in strategically to reload the muscles and the liver as mm -hmm. needed to stay lean. And the whole purpose of all this was to get lean for these actors to look, you know, really nice. Uh, right. Compared to, right. Compared to the people look today. Okay. So if mm -hmm. you're going to get lean, lean is not about doing cardio. Lean is about eating enough nutrition to help your body burn fat so that you mm -hmm. have the muscles come to the surface and not be blurred by too, too, too much body fat. So carb cycling is a strategy where you're going to carb deplete, okay, for a period of time. And if you want to learn more, you can contact me about it. But you carb deplete so that you get the body to burn fat as your energy system all the time. But then periodically you reload the muscles and liver with a good amount of carbohydrates that you really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And you do it at night. You don't do it during the day. The reason you do it at night, because once you have the meal, once the insulin drops back down, you're back to fat burning throughout the night as you're sleeping and you wake up the next day, you're still burning fat again. So it just makes a lot more sense, but we'll see how that goes down the road and with people under, you know, starting to understand that, but the clients that I work with on it, they enjoy it and they get great results. So, well, Armin, as always, man, great information, and we definitely appreciate it, and thank you. No, no problem. <laughs> All right. So, everyone, make sure you check out nspnutrition.com uh, as talking about all the things that we have been talking about today. Uh, you know, Armin, I got in my MCT oil on okay. Thursday, yeah. um, and um, I've been taking it now a week. And have noticed the difference. So yep. have to thank you about that one. Uh, I'm going to keep on that. And, um, you know, appreciate that. I'm on it too. I mean, it, it's uh, it's good stuff, especially help burn fat. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we rely on you guys for information, for questions, for topics, any added feedback, anything that you can offer, we'd appreciate it now. You can still email us at support at nspnutrition.com or you can comment on the YouTube channel. You know, we're yep. always looking for that. But now we got these nifty new QR codes. Yep. Uh, you just scan it. You can access all of our information from our email, our phone numbers, whatever you want to do. Yep. Uh, you're able to contact Arm and I directly with those same information. Hey, if you're interested in Armin uh, training you, you got his info now. So just contact him 
and uh, we're happy to answer any questions. The questions that we do get, we will answer on the show and recognize your questions. So uh, we'll we'll yeah. ig- acknowledge and let everybody know. Hey, we got this question from uh, whoever Ed or John or whatever. So right. um, we look forward to those questions and that input. And you know, Armin, we kind of look forward to it too, right? Yeah, I mean, because there's probably other people that have similar questions that would like answers, and we also learn from it as well. I mean, a lot of these things I have to research and see what uh, what's out there. <clears throat> Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, thanks for joining Armin and I today and join us next week for a brand new episode of the NSP nutrition show. One more thing. One more thing. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I just want to remind everybody that we're really close to hitting our thousand subscribers. So if you got people, that's right. If you got people you think would benefit from learning about the show, you know, send it to them, let them see if they like it. And then hopefully they'll subscribe because you know, we want to get that thousand subscribers to open up more opportunities to, to do more. So if you can help us do that, that'd be awesome. So share with your friends, other people you care about. Absolutely. Now I can say it. Join Armin and I next week <laughs> for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.